1: Bonjour, 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 and uh, welcome to the Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Uh, before we start, let me remind you, you can uh, download, stream, or subscribe to this podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash cycling central or log ride with our friends at Zwift. Joining me, it's not Dave Mackenzie; it's Mike Tomolaris. How are you, Tomo?
2: Christophe, bonjour, bonjour to you too. Um, great to be on the podcast for the very first time, I think.
1: Oh, uh, you've been a guest. Uh, you've yeah. been a guest at the Tour de France, but uh, now you've got a bit of a co-hosting role with me, which is a—it's uh, nice to have you on. I'll—I'll I, I'll be banking on your experience, you know.
2: Well, listen, Macker is a hard act to follow. We know that, but I'll do my best to follow well, in his footsteps.
1: Absolutely, and then we've got a great guest with us today, all the way from Perth. It's Richie Port. How are you, Richie?
0: I'm good, thanks. Ten days into the mandatory 14-day quarantine, and. Oh, it's pretty tough to be honest.
1: So how, how has it been going? And then because last time we spoke to you, uh, you mentioned that you were not sure you were going to come back. And then you've taken obviously that that decision to to come back. What what was in that decision?
0: Yeah. So basically, uh, if the Tour Under is not on, then it's it's hard to justify coming back, uh, especially with the the pandemic. But. Uh, You know, I got a phone call from Stuart O'Grady in uh, the start of November and really set the the wheels in motion that there's going to be something on. So, of course, we love going back to Tassie uh, with with two little ones, but uh, this quarantine, it's been, uh, you know, I came in fully motivated and I was going to Zwift every day and uh, the head sort of exploded. I think it sort of turns out to be uh, eating is just the one thing that occupies, you know, the old comfort eating (laughs)
1: Well, welcome, well to Richie, world. welcome
0: to my well, Richie, You're not the
2: type, Richie, who, uh, who who can stay still at the one place. I mean, we've seen your training regimes both in Monaco. I mean, I follow you on Strava and uh, you do a hell of a lot of kilometres in the uh, in the hinterland there. But when you're in Tassie, we've seen it before. You and Worthy doing over 400 kilometres. How do you stay in the confined space of a hotel room? Sure, you're with your family uh, for two weeks. Must be tough.
0: Yeah, that's it. I throw in a two and a half year old and a three month old it's been <laughs> pr- pretty rough but look i think it's all worthwhile at the, at the end of the day once we can get back to tassie and you know it's it's kind of like my happy place to train there and um, you know see the family so uh, look it will be worthwhile but i'll tell you that in five days time you know i've got to undo the uh, the, the work that i've undone here with the, with the old diet
1: is there somewhere in a, in a hotel where you're actually crossing the bars and uh, all this like you you're sort of writing on on the side of the wall <laughs> like you're in jail?
0: <laughs> there should be because it it really feels like that. But you know, look, I think on the the back of this year with the the lockdown that we had in Europe and then um, you know to to come here, in all seriousness, it's not so bad. The the hotel food's probably not the best, but you know with Uber Eats and everything, it's you know the, the time is slowly ticking by.
2: Well, Richie, uh, I just want to say on behalf of uh, everybody watching the Cycling Central vodcast, listening on the podcast, and everybody uh, who watched your performance at the Tour de France this year through SBS, and of course, not just SBS, but all of Australia, congratulations on uh, your podium place at uh, arguably the biggest race of them all. Um, have you had time to reflect? Uh, and do you think about the Tour from this year uh, in, in, in your mm-hmm. downtime?
0: Yeah, thanks, Tomo. Look, I think, you know, there's probably not really a a day that hasn't gone by that in the back of my mind, you didn't think, you know, that was one of the biggest uh, goals in my career was to to hit the podium there in Paris and to finally done it. It's a a huge satisfaction, but typically of my fashion and to do in the one year that, you, you know, then we went back into lockdown there and more like restrictions in Europe and I haven't really had the chance to um, properly celebrate it. But, uh, you know, also we had a, our little daughter born in the middle of the tour, which, you know, it's just been a, a strange year for everyone. So, you know, the celebrations have kind of had to take a bit of a backseat. But, you know, for me, I'm just so satisfied to, to finally um, tick off a, a major goal.
1: Homecoming in in system is coming up uh, after this uh, uh, the, this quarantine you're, you're doing. What what do you expect? Because uh, it's your hometown. You said you haven't had time to fully celebrate. Is it going to be time for you to let loose a little bit, just to appreciate the work you've done over decades, not just this year?
0: Yeah, I'm not so sure about letting loose. I think uh, getting oh, back... Oh, come on, Richie, still, you can yeah, do yeah, it. Can let it. loose. No one's watching I'm this. I've seen no you. I've seen you let loose, Richie. <laughs> <laughs> a bottle of red a batter oh. rat.
2: It's starting it's
0: for life. <laughs> that's right. Reggie the right act there, didn't I, Tom? Over <laughs> <laughs> but our relationship survived, so that's fantastic. But, no, look, I think, um, you know, maybe there'll be times, but it's the time now to sort of knuckle back down and... Um, you know, I'm motivated for next year too. I'm going home to uh, Team Ineos to to finish my career out. So that's also that's also something that I always wanted to do. But you know, let's see. I think now I really need to to get back and and do my favourite loop, which is the the loop around the Scottsdale and Northeast of Tassie. So, you know, the the time to, to celebrate, I think, uh, is kind of passed in in uh, this quarantine. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, just a weird one. Well, those training
2: rides around Tassie, uh, they've become legendary. As I mentioned before, you and Worf doing over 400 kilometres a couple of years ago. Um, But just tell me, uh, I know Launceston very well. I've been uh, visiting your beautiful state for many years. Uh, Where are you going to hit? Which restaurant will you hit first? Will it be Stillwater? Will it be Black Cow? Or will it be Matt Goss's hotel?
0: Yeah, I'd probably need to check out Gossy's new pub. Um, I heard he's done a fantastic job, which is, you know, it's good to hear. Goss is... Obviously, one of the best cyclists Australia has ever produced. So now he's turned his hand to the pub industry. And I think he's doing That's a, a really good job there. Oh, <laughs> That's look, dangerous. Gossie. Yeah, exactly. But Goss, a, he's a hard worker. And, uh, you know, I think he, he'll do well at whatever he uh, turns his hand to. But he's now got a bit more of a family-orientated pub. So, you know, two kids, um, I might have to get down there. And uh, <laughs> he'll probably lead me astray as well.
1: Uh, before talking about uh, your, you know, your target for this year, the move to Wienos, you said you, 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 you're going back home. Does it really feel this way? Uh, is this the, the, the was was this always the plan? And then back of my question is probably what are the targets for you Richie this year, Paris? Where where are you sitting?
0: Yeah, I mean to be honest, I'm not sure my race program just yet. I'll answer this one first. But uh, you know, first up for me, I guess, is the the race in Adelaide. The, the festival of cycling um you know it'd be nice to get a race in uh, i see that as you know it's a bit of a, a head start on the rest of uh the guys in europe who probably won't race until late february um but to answer the question i'm going back to ineos yes i mean team sky was probably the the most enjoyable team that I've ridden with and you know met some great people and you know quite a few of those have, have lost uh have, have left the team um you know we lost Nico Portal earlier this year which is so sad and and Froome is gone but you know when I went back to Manchester earlier this month um the majority of the team's much the same the, the backroom staff and you know they're probably people I'd say a friends for life and also met my wife there. So it is it is a happy place to me and I really look forward to, to the next two years. Will it be uh, strange for you,
2: uh, Richie, uh, not to be a team leader after a handful of years in that role? Uh, is there less pressure being a super domestic as I would imagine you
0: will be in 21? Yeah, I mean, it's a good question, Tomo, but I think, you know, I showed that this year um, in the tour if I'm at my best, I can still, still be up there. So I think, yeah, maybe in the smaller races, I, I might still have a, an opportunity, but yeah, to be honest, two kids and things are so much different. Anybody that's got kids knows that, you know, things are just so much more complicated now. So, but, um, I think it, it is a lot less pressure, um, especially this year, no tour down under, which is, uh, you know, and it's not a world tour race. So it's not as, uh, as much of a pressure build up this off season. But look, I think uh, I spoke with Tim Kerrison, who's one of the reasons I went back to that team is I think easily the, the best, um, you know, coach going around is, is an Aussie and, and we're good friends. So, um, you know, I talk to him and, and there's no, no reason why, if I'm at my, the top of my game, I can't ride for, you know, overall victories in races like Tour of Romandy and stuff. But mm-hmm. I, at the same time, I also know my role and that's hopefully to go to the Tour and support um, some of the, the massive talent, you know, young, massive talent that uh, INEOS has.
1: I mean, When we, when we look at the, the portfolio of riders that INEOS has, uh, it's frightening, to say the least, if you're sitting on the other side of the fence.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, you know, you, you look at it and, um, you know, Jumbo Visma really took it to him this year and, and the same as, uh, you know, UAE, uh, you know, Pogacar's, I think, class act is, even without a team, really, he he won the tour uh, all by himself there this year. So the other thing is there's other teams that have caught up a, a little bit, but, you know, I think certainly with the roster that Ineos has, you um, you know, if they can hit hit races in, in top form, especially the race like they did at the Giro and, and the Vuelta, you know, a little bit more aggressive than their traditional style, then, you know, who who do you chase? Because there's going to be three guys at, at every race who can potentially win, you know, any of the Grand Tours.
2: Richie, can I ask you about Chris Froome? Uh, he's moved on from Ineos. Um, uh, where do you think he's at? Where do you think his head's at right now? Look, I, I, I get this impression before his nasty accident before last year's Tour de France, he perhaps had visions of becoming an, an immortal, a Tour de France immortal, winning six tours this year and uh, perhaps next year. It's not going to happen. Is it possible for Chris uh, to win another grand tour, let alone the
0: Tour de France? I'm with you, Tom. I think last year uh, at the at the Dauphine, where he had his horrible crash, he was he was back, you know, he was back to his best. Um, you know, you talk to guys like Walt Poles, who was there when when the crash happens, and they're shocked that he's even back to, to where he is. So, look, I think now these younger guys are another level. Um, Froomey's about the same age as me. So, you know, I think um, we're not, you know, quite at the top of our game anymore. But look, I think just the fact that he's back uh, where he is, it's pretty impressive. But I also think, and I know Froomey, you can never rule him out. Um, if anybody can do it, it's probably him, you know. And, and I think he loves that people question where he's at because, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a machine. He's uh, so professional and just mentally so strong. But also physically, you know, you have a, a trauma like that. It's not going to be easy for him to, to come yeah, back. Yeah,
2: I, I, I just wonder if you'll uh, look back when he retires on, and reflect on his career. Sure, he's won the tour four times, but he had the uh, potential to win it six, time and, six times and nobody's ever done that. I just wonder if you'll leave the sport with a tinge of disappointment.
0: Yeah, look, I think obviously 2014 he also crashed. 2012 was he the strongest rider there? Well, you know, we go won that and, you know, he deserved to win that. But, yeah, look, I think for him, he's had so many missed opportunities along the way. But, you know, he's also won the Vuelta two times and, and the Giro as well. So, yeah, I don't think there's any question as to whether he'll be remembered as one of the best riders because he will. You know, Olympic medals in pretty much every Olympics he's turned up to. So, you know, he's, he's, he's a superstar. Sure.
1: If we just uh, backtrack to uh, the end of the Tour de France this year, uh, you probably had one urge. It was to head back home with your trophy. Uh, what, what what was it for you? I mean, I'm a dad. Tomo is a dad. We know what it is. But how, how was it for you to to meet your daughter, trophy in one hand, new daughter in the, on the other end?
0: Yeah, look, I got back that night, which was, you know, it looked like I was not going to get back until the following morning. And uh, yeah, so then I, me being me forgot my keys so uh, my wife had to meet me in the in the lobby of our building so then then when I met this little bundle of joy uh, my wife obviously had her there with me it was just you know it, it, it's such a special moment but you know it just it was all um, you know to achieve a, a lifelong goal and then to, to come back to that was just you know one of the best moments and I think obviously meeting my little girl uh, really trumped it all but you know, then the hard work really started, you know, the, the sleepless nights. And uh, also when you come back from a grand tour, you're absolutely buzzing for, for days anyway. So it's hard to sleep, even though you're so tired. But yeah, look, it was just one of the most incredible um, three weeks of, of my life. You know, it just seemed like there was less pressure on me and, and just, you know, had guys like Mads Peterson, you know, to single one team out, but it just, you know, all, all the things came together finally. Richie, uh, we dedicated, Troll DJ dedicated uh, a
2: track uh, during the Tour de France <laughs> after your little girl, Eloisa. And you've probably heard that track. It's an old song from the 60s, I think, by a guy called Barry Ryan. But it's such a cool name. And I'll let you into another secret, uh, Christoph. Uh, yeah, sure. Richie is a father, but his first son, his first child, his son, was uh, born uh, weeks uh, after my grandson my only grandson. So that tells you a little bit about our age difference.
1: <laughs> just about, just about. <laughs> so this quarantine, you're, you're talking about how hard it is at the minute. You said you're Zwifting. Are you having any coffee from your ex-team, Trex Segafredo? Are they still providing you with coffee and a coffee machine?
0: No comment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's a no.
0: <laughs> oh, look, I mean, it's a bit hard when you you travel, I guess, to, to bring coffee and stuff like that in. But no, look, I don't think the team would mind me saying this because you know, we, even though we're going our, our separate ways, we, we we finished up in good, uh, on really good terms, to be honest. And Trek was a, a fantastic team to to ride for, but um, luckily enough, here in uh, in Perth, when I put a, a photo on a, a local uh, a local cafe who roasts some super beans, were were good enough to provide me with uh, you know enough coffee to to get me through.
2: Richie, uh, Trexa segafredo is an American-Italian team. Now, you've been with uh, a British team before, Sky, now INEOS. Tell us of the differences between uh, the cultures of the uh, two uh, managed teams, one being British and one being Italian. I would imagine they're, they're chalk and cheese, are they?
0: Uh, I mean, yes and no. I think, obviously, I was in BMC there, which was also a super team. So... To be honest with you, Tom, I've been in, in, you know, from Saxo Bank too. I think I've always been in in great teams. But, um, you know, Sky has probably always been the the epitome. You know, it's the top team that I've ever been in. Um, You know, the the Brits are renowned for being, you know, organised. But at the same time, um, you know, Trek Segafredo. I think Trek bikes were such a great sponsor, you know, they paid us through the, the lockdown, which, you know, other sponsors didn't do. And, you know, it's a great um, manufacturer. So I don't know, it's, you know, there's, there's pluses and minuses for both teams, but, um, you know, I think Luca Gercolino, who was the the manager of Trek was, um, you know, he came from the old MAPE, which was also one of the super teams. So he knows how to, to manage a team and, maybe one thing that trek was different was that they really just let you, left you you know to get on with it um you know if you needed something you always got it whereas uh you know going back to ineos you see the ineos guys in monaco they've always got the follow car they've got the the team house up around the corner so you know they're they're, they're super well supported and that's probably the thing that i need now is just that support to You know, you go out and train when it's going to snow up in the mountains to have the car there and your rain bag. Of course, that's just, you know, a little bit easier. So, you know, it's it's hard to pinpoint major things, but I think just that little bit of support um, that I'm going to have at my home base is just going to make it a bit easier.
1: As a as nosy, uh, if we just um, go back again on, on this year, but when you look at uh, what Jai Jai Inley is done at the yeah. Giro, because uh, we talk about the Tour de France and so on, but the performance of yeah. Jai at the Giro was was unreal. What, what do you what do you make of this?
0: Uh, I mean, I spent some time with him at the the World Championships, and he's just you know he's a great kid. He's so relaxed, and you know he, he sort of did the same path is me he spent time in Italy riding in amateur teams there which is not an easy way to do it so you know full respect to him Um, you know I'd love I'd love it if he'd come over to Ineos uh, after his contracts up there with Sunweb but I mean full credit to him the the way he rode the whole three weeks you know it was uh, in support of Wilco then turned out he was the stronger guy and it was just you know it was just that result that I think everybody was so happy to see same as when you know teo winning the race everybody was happy to see that but um you know you can't really say enough about hinley but you know it's just a shame that's uh the aussie rules grand final was on the same weekend i don't think he got the you know the accolades that he no. really deserved but you know it's a funny one when you come back to australia and just see you know how big cricket and and aussie rules and that are and it's you know it's it's a it's just you know why why can't they get behind um, Jai a little bit more? Yeah. It's everybody who was watching that race saw you know he he was uh, you know he was super every day. I think you know the sky's the limit for that guy. I think he's you know he's he's the future for Aussie cycling.
1: But we've got to say there well, uh, two two Aussies, uh, three Grand Tours, two Aussies on the podium. I, I know hmm. nations like France would like to do exactly the same, but we don't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You'll get there, no, you get that off. Yeah. <laughs> We're still
1: learning, we're still learning. Yeah, you know? <laughs> but
0: you look at, you know, guys like Demar and um, Gaudu and these guys, you know, they also had super seasons. So, you know, the, the French, are, uh, you know, I think definitely coming back.
1: I'm just laying Richie, it before Tomorrow does it, you know, that's all. <laughs> yeah,
0: hey, Richie,
2: outside of the Pro Tour, uh, you did mention that you've got some unfinished business uh, at the Olympic Games and that's coming up in July. But prior to that, uh, the Nationals in Ballarat, first of all, are you competing?
0: Yeah, look, I'm I'm not sure. We just have to see uh, you know, when, when we go back to to Europe. I think having spent these two weeks in quarantine, I might try and stretch my time out in Australia as much as I can. But Okay. Um, you know, Nationals is always a, a good hit out and you know, it's uh always a, a nice weekend to go there and uh, abuse the journalists and stuff like this in, in the in <laughs> yeah. the pubs there in Ballarat Tomo yeah i've seen you do that but uh, the main
2: point of my question is uh, this if you do compete uh, would you like to wear that green and gold
0: jersey in europe uh, later this year as a result uh, i mean i'd love to love to take the the jersey but uh, it's easier said than done you know with, mm. uh, but look if if there's a year that you could probably do it or i can probably do it maybe it's this year you know we, we won't see the full strength Mitchelton. but at the same time you can never underestimate any of the guys riding nrs i think that's a it's a sad thing that there's so many guys racing here domestically in Australia who really could easily make that step up to World Tour. I really think that.
2: Well, many of the Euro uh, Australian-based, uh, sorry, Euro-based Australians, aren't coming out because of the pandemic. You're a rarity, really.
0: Yeah, look, I mean, if it wasn't for Stuart O'Grady um, reaching out, then I mean, we would wouldn't have come back, but. At the same time, you know, it's uh, it's, not gonna be, it's not been easy with a young family to do it, but I still think it's the right decision to come back here. You look at the restrictions in Europe and, you know, it's not, it's not going to be an easy off-season for, for those guys back there. But, uh, you know, the, the Nationals in Ballarat are always a, a good, fun event to, to race and that's,
2: looking, why think, look, that's why i think that's why i think you might be a good shot for the green and gold jersey just quietly
1: yeah <laughs> yeah we're all thinking that i think not too quietly <laughs> uh, <laughs> look, looking ahead for 2021 20, uh, what can we wish you i promise i'm not going to ask you for the polka jersey <laughs> uh, <laughs> looking but looking ahead what would be a good year for you
0: yeah look i think you know to to go and, and win one of those races early in the year like paris nice or or Turano or you know, a Romandy, one of those. I'd love to do that before settling into to um, the domestique role, and it'd be nice to to go back and and ride the Tour in a winning team as well. I'd I'd love to do that, but first I have to make the Tour de France team, which is not going to be easy in that team either.
1: Is it is it a dream? Is that is that still a target, or do you target other tours and and a different role in the, in a, in the actual
0: Ineos team? Uh, I mean, it's it's the dream, you know if you're going to one of the best teams in the world and you want to target the the biggest race in the world, it's just, you know, just it's a motivating factor, to be honest, like the tours, the tours, the tour, it's stressful, it's hard. And, you know, but you see it this year, like, you know, you, you have, um, you you nail the tour and it changes things in in your life. You know, it's, it's um, you know, the biggest race in cycling. So it's always easy to be motivated for that one.
1: Look, it was a pleasure to have you on the on podcast. Tomo, do you have any further questions? Or we well, I
0: just want to say
2: to uh, Richie, be prepared for a big civic reception when you go home to Launceston <laughs> uh, next week. You're going to be handed the key to the city. Uh, I know how much uh, they love you and you love uh, your home city, of course. Uh, I wish I was there. I wish I was there to uh, to celebrate uh, because uh, there's a deep passion for for Richie and for, for cycling There's a huge... Uh, um rich history in cycling in tasmania and uh, richie you've just added to that with your with your podium placing this year so enjoy
0: thanks tom you actually got to start you're on the you're on the list to to be invited so it might see you oh serious there. i haven't got it yet it's uh, still in
2: the mail knowing tasmania it's no <laughs> mail. a slow mail probably, i probably won't get it
0: <laughs> you might get it <laughs> <laughs> you got your oh, thanks for, thank you for having me guys
1: Thanks, uh, thanks Richie. It was uh, it was a pleasure, and uh, thank you for for this year as well. It was uh, it was great to follow you, even though we were all stuck in Melbourne or, or Sydney. Uh, it was good to uh, to vibrate with you.
0: No, I mean, yeah, for sure, and uh, you know, you, I do appreciate all the support uh, from the Aussies, and yeah, I think it was just nice that finally we got some uh, some live cycling on on TV. So it was uh, yeah an incredible year for all of us.
1: Absolutely, thank you, and thank you, Tomo, for for replacing uh, Maka. You've done very well
0: pleasure
1: chris did i pass yeah you got your star Just, also for me you okay. got your star for Brilliant. me as well <laughs> thank you this was the uh, zwift cycling central podcast before we go let me remind you you can uh, download stream and subscribe to this podcast on our website sbs.com.au slash cycling central or log ride to our friend at zwift until next time it's bye for now
0: before we go a quick shout out to zwift the app that turns indoor training into a game Getting started on Zwift is easy. You just need your bike, a trainer, and your PC, Mac, or Apple device. Zwift offers training plans, interval workouts, and a global community. Get strong and get motivated with every ride. Give people a ride on, and you're sure to get one back, as together you enjoy the massive benefits of social indoor training. Go to Zwift.com today and start your free trial.